Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. All right, Andrew, one more week in this. I was going to say Godforsaken, but I'm actually really enjoying oh, this month of Mario that we yes, have going on here. We get to play actual good games. Yeah, you liked Mario Teaches Typing? No, I didn't like that. Oh, okay, interesting. Because yeah. you just know you said good games, so I yeah, figured. I don't know. I just assumed, like, you just, Mario has this thing about, like, quality, uh-huh. but I didn't know how much quantity there was around Mario. That's, there is a lot of quantity, quantity, especially in the early stuff. But you know what? I feel like, I feel like I've, I've been, I've been doing this to you a little bit too much. I, you yeah. know, we, we've been saying we were going to do some good things and have some fun on this. It's a Mario month. Yeah. Why don't we just play a really good Mario game? Okay, sure, okay. And then I go, yeah, okay, good. And then you say, it's like, you know, Mario, like uh, he did an education special in 1987. Uh, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't want to play any bad games. I really want to like put, put our energy into a good yeah, game. Okay, sure. All right, what game are we playing we're, now? We're going to play uh, 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 Super Mario World. Super Mario World, uh, the reverse version that was only released in West Germany and it's like terrible or some of that. Like, I'm not falling for this again. Just tell me what horrible game we're playing. Andrew, it's, it's Super Mario World. The one from Super Nintendo? Andrew, I feel like you don't trust me anymore. I, with good reason. The one from Super Nintendo. The one from Super Nintendo. We're playing Super Mario World, the one on Super Nintendo. This week on the Retrograde Podcast. Wait, really? Okay, yeah, no, seriously though, Mikey. Are you, really? That's Andrew, what we're doing? Stop getting in. Stop stepping on the intro. Just trust me for a minute. Andrew, do you trust me? I, I, Give me your hand, Andrew. Oh my God. And come with me as we review Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo this week on the Retrograde Podcast. And welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we play one of the greatest games of all time. Wow. How often can we say that? My name is Andrew Bascom. It's a me, Andrew Bascom. And with me, as always, is the Bad Boy Podcasting, Mr. Beavon himself. It's a you, a Mikey Aaronworth. <laughs> this is the Retrograde Podcast. Um, okay, so we are, I'm just flustered because we're playing a good game. And I did, yeah. it's kind of like having a guest where you're like, I'm trying to impress them. Oh, and you're like, oh, okay. Andrew, yeah, what I'm are so you? flattered. No, not you. I would never do that. Oh, but yeah. is it like the game? I'm like, oh my God, we got a real game. It's going to be good. It is the is this moment of realizing that you know similar to when we do big games like mm-hmm. tetris or golden eye or something yeah. you're always going to have more ears or eyes on the podcast depending on the medium in which our listeners or viewers are consuming oh, yeah. wow look at me cover my bases yeah nice. um, um so there's always the thought of like well maybe they don't like our dumb intros maybe they don't <laughs> like our weird but you know what you come for the game you stay for the fame you get the goose you get the gander you get- <laughs> an expression i'm not using correctly <laughs> <laughs> you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You don't, and other things. And other things. You don't throw the baby at the bathwater, but you do get to listen to Andrew and Mikey, your two favorite video game journalists that you've never heard of this week as we talked about. We're taking a look at, again, one of the greatest games of all time, Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Obviously, our end to Super Mario month. Uh, or the month of Mario, as we've been the calling Mario. it colloquially. Uh, excited to do this. You know, when we, when we, you and I first talked about doing a month for, mm-hmm. for Mario, mm-hmm. we put so many ideas together and so many games, and it was almost this idea of like, you talked about this a bit too in the intro. There's so much volume when it comes to Mario yeah. that you have no idea how to fit it all in. Four weeks, it's not a ton of time no. to, to figure out how to get like the, the best of the best in there. I would say this should become an annual thing, but we have so many annual months at this point, it would just be a rotation of like annual months and we never do oh, new games. Yeah, like like theme months and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no, it's it's fun to do it every so often. Sometimes you feel a bit pigeonholed by it. You know, we haven't talked about our gaming habits and things no. we've been playing outside of this in a while. And, and for, for Super Mario World, 
what a what a great history of development mm-hmm. and and the names that have been involved with this game are fantastic. We want to go over a lot of the development of this game and the creation and the reception and yeah. and what's what what it spawned afterwards. But before we get into the game, Andrew, last month last week of the month, before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Have oh, you okay. have you played anything new recently? Is this more of a a, a Fortnite MLB week for you or what? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's uh, blankly. I could just record an answer sometimes, mm. and you could just play and just going like. I've enjoyed the new Fortnite chapter. It is very interesting and diverse. <laughs> and you're like, that's good. And it's like, I also got aroused by the crack of a bat this week. And then you're like, great. No, oh, hello. I I like that we've now developed this dynamic where you're it's the opposite. one who can't yeah. play anything <laughs> other than a specific game. Overwatch is out of my life. I don't even really touch that game anymore. Uh, uh, it's a, I will return to it on my hands and knees shortly in, in the middle of the night at some point. But Forgive me. Forgive me, sweet. I, I didn't mean to Arisa. leave you like this. Yeah, yeah, someone at work today recently brought up the fact that they just started playing it on PC, and I'm like, I'll start playing with you. I mean, no, <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. You're like the Sherpa for them. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't like as a as a, a pseudo manager within the company. I don't need this person hearing me like it's because I'm not fucking getting healed. <laughs> like that's not going to age well. It's not going to go over well. Telling uh, a nine year old you're going to fuck their mother. Well, I mean, I do that in the office. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, accepted. Yeah, yeah. If you don't do a better job, this is your quarterly report. I'm going to have sex with your mother. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and just and shuffle that, some papers. PowerPoint presentation closes. To <laughs> end of slide. <laughs> yeah. And in conclusion, I'm having sex with all of your mothers thank you very much <laughs> any questions one hand gets raises i didn't realize that stick figures could be so graphic um <laughs> yes. but i appreciate the detail that went into that um yeah no so so uh, not overwatch for me but uh two games that i've been playing okay. uh quite a bit of resident evil 4 continues to impress i cannot get enough of this game it is really? so much fun it's exactly what i wanted it to be okay if you've heard me talk about it before all of my same thoughts apply i'm gonna save a little bit more of my overall thoughts on it until I beat the game, which I will do. Okay, I didn't say it. Hashtag Mikey does finish. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> hashtag a very rare finish. 20, very rare hashtag. 2023 is the year of hashtag Mikey great at starting and hashtag Mikey does finish. That's the year of 2023. Yeah, those have to be two separate yet like used uh, at the same time. Hashtags. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking up a lot of character count in my <laughs> yes. tweets. You uh, only really get like uh, Resident Evil good Mikey does start and Mikey does also finish uh, uh, so I've been enjoying that quite a bit mm-hmm. there's another game that I've been playing on my Steam Deck because again Steam Deck is the greatest thing ever right uh, this game called Dredge Dredge it's, it, Dredge is a very strange game to okay. have to explain but I'm gonna try to explain yeah, try it best. okay it's been described as a fishing roguelike Oh, okay. Interesting. Right. Interesting. I was first put onto it by uh, a friend of the show, uh, Ken from the Pixelated Thoughts podcast. Okay. I've also been on Pixelated Thoughts podcast. They've got a great YouTube channel, by the way. Everyone who's listening to this should check it out. Uh, I've, I've, in, in fact, I just recently put a uh, a little couple minute intro together for one of his videos on Freedom Fighters, okay. which is a game that I we've talked about yes. a lot on this podcast. Yes, one of what I consider to be one of the most underrated games of all time. Mm. So go check that out again. Pixelated yeah. thoughts on YouTube. Um, uh, but but he put me onto this game called Dredge. It's basically Lovecraftian. Uh, you're, you're you're a fisherman in a Lovecraftian sort of area. You have a set amount of time to set out from the the docks of your village to go try to catch fish. Uh, it's a very simple fishing mechanic. You bring them back, you sell them. If you if you're out too late 
creepy things start to come out of the water and, like and threaten you if you spend too much time without resting you start to hallucinate a little bit so there's this feeling of like the horrors of being out there too long which is very Lovecraftian coming back there's all these weird characters in the fishing village with all these weird little hints of information of something sinister lying mm. underneath the surface which is very apropos for a fishing game under yeah. the surface yeah right oh yeah yeah you oh that's a that's a that's a, that's it a works two ways yeah it, and it's a very I don't know describe how what you think about what I just said like it was pretty good yeah no, it was, yeah like it was pretty good it was wordplay yeah yeah no no yeah. I, I agree and like it's pretty impre pretty, impre pretty yeah. impressive right yeah hashtag Mikey plays with his words oh, Andrew I wasn't gonna say it mm -hmm. and I'm very glad you did <laughs> this is, yeah I'm gonna get that tattooed on my body later yeah <laughs> um uh so so you you set out you make repairs to your boat you upgrade your boat that allows you to go out longer go oh, faster okay. go to different spaces open up new colonies catch bigger fish it's that very sure. typical like the more you play the more you unlock so the more valuable things you can get as resources that right. like diablo kind of mentality or like cookie clicker mentality is which, there some grinding there is some grinding mm. and one of the problems i have with a game that allows grinding and is a little bit less handholdy is the fact that i sometimes struggle keeping on track where it's just fun to go out into the ocean and fish and yeah. try to dredge up some some uh, materials for your boat dredge he said it yeah but i was gonna say well, how does that work dredge yeah is that a okay i think it's a thing okay they say they told me it was in the game and you have you trust a lot you have a big heart well that's because video games have never lied to me except except for andrew ryan andrew ryan did he lie no, I guess he didn't lie. He didn't lie. No, you know who did lie? What was that? Atlas did, though. Atlas, that Irish fuck. Oh, but you know what? <laughs> he just obscured the truth, I think, a little bit. It was a lie of omission. It was that, it was that... It <laughs> no, wasn't... he lied to you. No, wait a second. He definitely lied to you. I don't know, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. Depending he told on... you a different story than it was actually true. Uh, but it was spiritually at the heart of what he needed. Okay. So that's not lying. Well, if you're talking about pros and... I'm going to talk about pros and cons of grinding games. Uh -huh. Pros, Tony Hawk. Cons, everything else. <laughs> That's a very good point. Thank you very much. Honestly, give me a Tony Hawk pro skater inspired roguelike somehow. Or you uh, just like Lovecraftian. Lovecraft. <laughs> Lovecraft skateboarding. Yeah. You leave the skate shop, the grind rails are all over the place. Yeah. Or you just like, you see, uh, what is it? Chaluthu? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. But honestly, to be fair, we have a very accepted way of saying Cthulhu. Okay. One of the whole things about it was that you couldn't understand what the people were saying or what oh. they were pronouncing. Or so. it's one of those horrible things that if I actually said the word, it would drive you crazy or something like Don't, that. Andrew, stop driving me crazy with words. That's my job, baby. I uh, do be see Cthulhu. It. Yeah. And you're like, and you're just, you're just sitting there with your, like, I'm going to grind that motherfucker. All of his tendrils. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You're just, yeah, yeah. So I want to keep people updated mm -hmm. on Dredge. It's on, it's on Steam right now. It's a cool. fantastic Steam game. A lot of mystery to it. The mechanics are simple, but addicting. Yeah. If that sounds good to you, you should check it out. And also, uh, Pixelated Thoughts has a video of that as well. So go there check that go. out if you want a little bit more information on, on why you should check it out. Uh, Plus, everyone's looking for new games to play on their Steam Deck, as am I. There you go. Uh, that's it for games for me. I will continue to update everyone as I play through more Dredge and as I finally get to the stage of completing Resident Evil 4 because I'm fucking loving it. And we're going to be talking soon about Zelda. Mm, oh, Zelda. Are you excited for that? I am excited. I'm excited. I'm provide, provide some context, though, with your experience of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have any at all. I've never played a Zelda game. Except on this podcast, we did play Link's Awakening. Yes, we did play Link's Awakening, yeah. and I've played him as a character in things that he's been a character in, but they haven't been Zelda games. In your one-man play. In my one-man play, him. I turned around my hat, and I said, hey, everybody, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, he's playing Zelda again. <laughs> 
I don't know the difference between Link and Zelda. See you later. <laughs> and I walk off stage. I heard, I, I just found this out. Closed you, after two shows. <laughs> <laughs> you made it to a second show. I did. I that did. Very impressive. Well, I it was a minimum booking on the theater okay. and yeah, it was terrible. So you saw Tetris, obviously. I know yeah. that because we talked about Tetris over on the Mushroom Club, yeah. which is our Patreon, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. We did a full spoiler cast breakdown of Tetris. A little bit of a troubled movie that we watched, but mm -hmm. I found out a little bit of uh, information about Tetris, which okay. is in one of the interstitials, they show a little bit about Zelda and Link, and okay. they say Zelda and Link, but they just show two sprites of Zelda, <laughs> I think from Four Swords or something like that. I know. Uh, uh, and that was an immediate, like, people, like, guys, who, how did someone on set make the very, very, it's the joke that people make that they get wrong where Link and Zelda are interchangeable. I just want to make it clear, I was joking. I know that that's a common thing well, that people- Well, now you are, but- well, Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I cannot wait to play as- Zelda in, in Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, exactly. Not Link. I'm I'm very excited <laughs> that you are excited about Tears of the Kingdom because you and I have never been able to relate yeah. over a, a, a Zelda game. Well, why shouldn't I be though? Like Breath of the Wild was regarded as one of the best games of the year at yep. that point. And you know, people still have really, really wonderful things to say about By it. By a so. lot of people considered to be the best Zelda game ever made. I'm See. not one of those people. Okay. And I think those people need to go kick rocks. But <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. know that some of those damning, people say that. Damning expression. Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Touch grass. Touch grass kick Ugh. rocks kick, yeah rub some dirt on it um <laughs> yeah i i'm really excited to play it it's it's kind of like this whole new you know it's like uh it's like uh it's, i was gonna say thanos jesus christ it's like uh theranos yeah theranos yeah. it's like wearing a black turtleneck speaking too <laughs> too deeply uh how do i forget his name already from god of war Oh, Kratos. Kratos. It's yeah. like Kratos punching open a crate. Mm. I've got all this new fun jewelry and gold to uh, to play with. You 100%. know, I've got all these because if I like this one Zelda one, I'm like, well, okay, now I got to go back and play all well, these the, other Zelda the games. The thing about Tears of the Kingdom is that they're there are and, and Breath of the Wild is that they are very different than most Zelda games. Right. So I, you could potentially, and I I do think you're going to really like it, knowing your propensity to enjoy games like the Assassin's Creeds or the Horizon Zero Dawns, those okay, open right, world sorts of games. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, that those. feels like some judgment. You there. can enjoy them all you want andrew mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm not fishing and grinding no, up for uh chithulu there's nothing there's <laughs> chithulu there's nothing wrong michael chithulu <laughs> <laughs> michael wait is that michael like michael che yeah chithulu no no there, there is no more thinking about it you don't have to go well much you deeper. said it with the 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 uh uh what is it called the way you speak kind of like the pace of what you speak yeah the, yeah the the tenor and tone yeah something like that the okay. cadence you said it with cadence. the cadence of, of how someone would say michael b jordan oh michael chithulu so i wasn't oh, sure yeah. which one you were doing chithulu lemon that one I don't is that a Don Lemon joke? No, it's a Lululemon joke. Lululemon. Okay, okay. Yeah. That was a good one. It was worth going back to. <laughs> you know, the best kind of jokes are the ones you have to explain. The worst kind of jokes are the ones that I comment on being bad. Yes. Because that's Oh, nothing bar. hurts more when then you're like, oh good one. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, God I think I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> walking in traffic. Uh, uh, no, so so like I said, there's nothing wrong with enjoying what's made for the lowest common denominator. You know, the most applicable to the most number of people and you're the most number of people yeah, and yeah, there's no okay. shame in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be ashamed if I were you. I'm not upset that I'm not because mm -hmm. I get to enjoy like, have you ever heard there's this one concept that I'm familiar with called subtlety. It's mm -hmm. like a fun. You, you're, conf you're, you're very, familiar with subtlety. very familiar oh, with okay. subtlety. Yep. That's, that's right. 
<laughs> still funny though. It's, it's still, still funny. funny. Funny every time. Uh, speaking of kicking rocks, when I was researching <laughs> today's and uh, kicking rocks and touching grass, when I was researching mm. researching today's game, they described the ways in which you could die as things like falling in a pit, getting hit sure. by an enemy, and touching lava. And when I read touching, <laughs> touching lava, lava, I was like, that's very much like touching grass, but a very much more dangerous version of it. Yeah. And that's something that you can do in Super Mario World. Yes, I touching lava. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, I want to touch it. Touch it. Oh, no. Don't do it. Yeah. What if, like, if you touched it, it wouldn't kill you, though? No, I don't think so. What if, like, wouldn't this be really cool? If you could pass it with pain, though. What? I think you'd pass out. Oh, yeah. And then you'd probably fall face first. Yeah, you're like, uh oh. Yeah. (laughs) Would you, would it, like, would you just, like, if you, this is a real question. Mm -hmm. Thanks for prefacing that. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate it. A lot of my questions are fake. (laughs) Um, If you fall into lava, Mm -hmm. do you become lava? Interesting, interesting. Um, because it melts yeah, you down yeah. into to become a, a greater sum of its parts. Basically. I don't know if you technically become lava, which is the liquid part of magma. And you might, you will definitely become magma. You will definitely become you, magma. You will become magma. I always get that wrong because I do know lava is is almost used interchangeably with magma. And, and it's almost like a Zelda Link kind of thing. It is. But, you know, Link is Link. Lava and, is lava. And then when Tetris made that reference about magma being the same magma. as lava, yes. I was like, well, this is fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. This is like rookie stuff, it's man. It's rookie stuff. Taron Edgerton. Yeah, nice. Is it Edgerton or Egerton? I think it's Edgerton. Uh-huh. Egerton? Edgerton. If it ain't Bridgerton, I ain't Watchertoning. Yeah, as, as Hank Rogers. Hank. Hank, Hank, H-E-N-K. H-E-N-K. Uh, yeah, check that out of the Mushroom Club. But yeah, I touching lava. Well, can't you drown as well? You can drown, right? You uh, can drown. I like the idea. Look, the mod community is huge these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a version of Super Mario World with uh, realistic death animations. Mm. There's no more touching lava and his eyes going red and he's like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. It's a me. Oh no, I fucked up. I, fu- <laughs> I shit myself. <laughs> I, this is weird to you. This is weird to me. Usually I get off screen by now. What is going on? Am I stuck here forever? And he's just like looking at you and go, Andrew, help me. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? This uh, is my nightmare. <laughs> I think what you should do is when you die, your body stays there. And then the next life, the, the new guy has to swim by the old body. Trip over the corpse yeah, or just something. Like, Jesus Christ. I like the idea that you, uh, that you keep dying. He's like, when I have a zero lives left, do not press a continue. <laughs> it's an eternal struggle. Is a do not resuscitate of video games. <laughs> Is do not press start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Super Mario World, we talked a lot about which Mario game to do. Yeah. Because there are a lot of bangers. There are a lot of big ones. I'd want to talk about why we chose this. Let's one. let's talk okay. about that and then we'll get into. So obviously Super Mario World developed by Nintendo EAD. That's Nintendo Entertainment Analysis and Development, formerly Nintendo R&D 4. I'm going to get into some of the history of those companies. Yeah, Yeah. Nintendo's uh, (laughs) uh, 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 groups and organizations within the the larger umbrella of of Nintendo, just a lot of changing going on, which seems arbitrary, but you can kind of follow paths through to different uh, uh, departments within the company today. Uh, This game came out in uh, 1991 in uh, in Japan, 1990, or sorry, 1990 in Japan, 1991 in North America. uh, And we're obviously going to be playing the uh, north american version because yeah. we speak english baby. i would say so um let's let's talk about then our decision to to to, to play this one as opposed to you know uh, uh super mario bros on yep. the nintendo which i always find confusing mm-hmm. super is in the title right but it's on the nes mm. we should go back and change that yeah that i don't like that 
I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. I think it actually disqualifies that game from being good at all. That's why we didn't do it. Yeah, it's one of the worst games of all time. Did you play, you know, obviously you yeah. have like the Duck Hunt and yeah. and Super Mario Bros. Uh, uh, cross cartridge that we all loved on the NES. Uh, did you play a lot of that or was it more Super Mario World that so, you ended up playing? Yeah, I, I played way more Super Mario World. Yeah. Uh, I only... I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about this because I bet you it says more about which Mario you relate to. But mm. I will just say my grandparents had an NES. We, ne we didn't have an NES. That's great. My grandparents did. The ones that didn't even live close to us too. So like you'd come over, you'd be like, what the hell what is, is this? And it was so exciting to play Duck Hunt and things like that and whatever. But those games, by the time I'd have really gotten to them just because of my age, felt old. The Super okay. Nintendo was kind of, the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, that generation was really the first video games sure. that I'd played outside of my arcade. And so when I saw, you know, the Mario that we recognize today yeah. is from Super Mario World. Yeah. He is fully brighter colored, a little bit, you know, curvier. Yep. He's, he's a thick milkshake. He's a thick milkshake. And uh, he's I little- I want to stick my straw right in him and suck him out from the inside. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, he's he's- He's more cartoon-like, right? Yeah. And there's all these pops of color and all the, you know, that to me was Mario. Yeah. Right? And then you go back and play NES versions and you're like, what is this? Yeah. Like, it just, it's still good. The, the, the uh, controls still work great, but it's just the vibrancy of this cartoon world that you want to spend time in. It's just not there. It felt like it was more castles and the small pixelated uh, Mario and all the colors and stuff yeah. like that. So I much more relate to Super Mario World as a game just because that's the Mario I know. That is, it's the one I definitely played the most as yeah. well. It's the one that when I picture Mario, that, that is what I picture. The songs are what are, what what yes. last most to me. The, the music on Super Mario World is 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 second to none. Oh, it's it's amazing. Koji Kondo amazing. just doing his best work on that. Yeah. The, I did the play the NES version. I had an NES as well. And I was I was always fascinated by this, this era of gaming. And I'm wondering if other people have the same experience. I played the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo, the Genesis, all this stuff interchangeably mm. at the same time. Okay. And that would be like having a PS2 and a PS3 and a GameCube or something and playing them all at the same time. Now, like, you know, PS2, GameCube, that's comparable. That's fine. But to have an older generation console and play it as though, you know, one like I play Super Mario World and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play Super Mario Bros. now. Was that, was that an experience you had mm. as well? You know, knowing that you didn't have the NES and the SNES simultaneously, did you ever have two consoles of different generations and play them both simultaneously? That's a good question. Thanks. I I don't know. I've been working on my interview skills. How's, how, have you, how have you been doing that? Well, for, for one example, I usually ask a very poignant question, a good one, and then I derail it by doing this. That yeah, I that, find is a good tactic for interviews. Right. So that's something you've been doing for a while, though. Oh, I thought I just started doing this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And in that way, you should learn to maybe not do it. Mm. I'll try. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't think so. You how know, long should I go oh, for though? Me. You know, uh, like how long do I have to go before inserting myself back into it? I'm so lonely right now. You should, you should listen to what I say. And then you're like, interesting. And when mm -hmm. I've come to a conclusion mm -hmm. with my point, mm -hmm. then you can cut back mm -hmm. in with maybe a follow-up, new mm -hmm. question, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I so, have finished. Sorry? Yeah, I have finished. So I think though that my, like, it's also playing what I say the- sex. Sorry? Sorry. <laughs> It's also what I say. Why are you interrupting me when I'm about to talk? Well, I'm the, you're the questionnaire in this. You're the interviewer, right? I, Andrew, I only ask questions so that I can answer them afterwards. Right. Yeah, there are so many people like this. It's crazy. That That is true. Oh, it's, it's nuts. The people that are just like, I asked this question so I could answer. Yes. They're like, okay. What so would what you do if you had a time machine, Andrew? 
That's funny you say that. I would strangle baby Hitler and then a few other babies unrelated. And you're like, what the hell? Feels weird. I would strangle baby the person who just asked that question to avoid having to have this conversation later on in my life. It would be funny though, because then they'd be like, what would you do? And you go, oh, and they just pop out of existence. And you're like, oh, I just thought of it. All right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, I do actually want to hear the answer to this uh, question. I don't think so. No. And you know what's so funny? The only uh, company that I would do that with is Nintendo. In my mind, because of PlayStation, and so I, I was a Sega Genesis boy, and then we got an N64, and we got a PlayStation, and whatever. And then from there on, I was pretty much PlayStation and uh, sure. Xboxes. I would say that Nintendo has this weird special relationship of the consoles on its own. It's like yeah. in its own pillar kind of in the weird way. But if I was playing PS3, I would never go like, let's play that PS2 game. Yeah. I, I just don't see the relatability. The PS3 is superior in every single way. But the number of times I've gone back to play an N64, I don't know. That, that's a great point. Like it, it, it's, it's- Wait, for real this time or what? I think when I'm playing different consoles, mm -hmm. I love playing video games. And I think that, I mean, our listeners know this and I'm, I just, Freedom Fighters was oh one boy. of the better oh games. God. I <laughs> we got to reset him again. <laughs> He's doing that thing again. No, no, no. Honestly, that's a great point. Thank it you. seems like when Nintendo- breaks their uh their initial console cycle mm -hmm. or or moves on to another generation yeah. their goal isn't isn't just an uh improvement in hardware right which is the case with like playstation and, and microsoft much more pointedly i would least. say almost purely <laughs> almost purely yes. for sure you know you have some examples of of microsoft seemingly wanting to bring more of a multimedia focus yes, to consoles, which ended up being the norm. And that was more revolutionary than we initially thought it would be high definition gaming on the Xbox 360, that sort of thing. Yes. But in terms of, but that still is more processing mm -hmm, power. Mm -hmm. Nintendo, when they create a new console, whether it's the N64 or the, the GameCube or the Nintendo Switch or the Wii, all of those kind of do exist in a way where they're building games for the unique ecosystem of that console. Yeah. And therefore, you can play them, whether it's right now or 20 years from now. It's, it seems like every other company's ethos is like to say, like, elimination. We want yeah. to eliminate old technology yeah. to force you to buy new stuff. You know fair, what I mean? Fair. Nintendo doesn't do that. And funny enough, people buy their consoles with like almost more, you know, uh, like more rapid rate. You know, you look sure. at the Switch and things like that and the Wii. And yet they don't want to eliminate old games. They just want to almost like add or continue them. It feels yep. like a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, pretty noble. Even though I'm trying to add like nobility to a, you know, a company that's done very well for itself. But, sure. you know, uh, I, I still think it's really cool. I, I do think it is very, it's a much different production ethos than than the likes of, of Microsoft and Sony. And it's not to take anything away from what they do because no. you do need to advance horsepower in gaming as well. But yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, do we, is that a horse cast drop? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Rod like the wind, Bullseye. You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. I tried not saying it. We both looked at each other. We're like, do we want the extra editing? I was work? like, where do they put the horses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, at the under the hood, yeah. It, it's it's uh, uh, so I think surreptitiously playing different consoles has definitely been a thing for for Nintendo. For me, as a kid playing the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, and then and then you know the Wii existing. Yeah, uh, like. Imagine there being a Wii turned on in a house that you're in and not playing Wii Sports. Oh, no, absolutely not. I'd want to play some tennis or something like 100%. that. 100%. Yeah. 
bowling. It, or 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 specifically Mario Kart 64 on the Nintendo 64. Well, a 1,000%, just to feel the controller, yes. to do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like, we did this when we did the controller draft over on the Mushroom Club. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And that was a lot of fun. But it's funny. Not that, the draft, we had the tier ranking. A tier ranking, the, yes. excuse me. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Yeah. And you look at certain controllers after a while, and they do start kind of, they went, oh, this works. Let's just go with sure. this. And they become variants of it. Nintendo's the one where you're like, whoa, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, this? Yeah. The GameCube so, like, is so fucking unique. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> unique. And 64 is unique. Yeah. The Wii, the Wii mode at the time is still very yep. unique. You know what I mean? The Switch that has two different pa- like every time they're like, okay, so now what do we do? For sure. Whereas the DualShock and the and the Xbox controllers have remained relatively unchanged yeah. over the course of their life cycle. Maybe less so for the the Duke of the original Xbox. <laughs> sure. But, but I could show you both, and you'd go like, well, that's what that was. Yes, you exactly. Yeah. And and that because of that, if I ever see a PlayStation Two game, mm-hmm. I'd rather be like, is there a version I can play on my PS Five? Because I'd, totally. I'd rather do that. Whereas if you boot up Mario Kart 64 there you know one of the things about the Nintendo Switch online is sure you have your N64 games but like playing those without the N64 controller like playing it with the the Nintendo Switch Pro controller just does not have the same visceral effect in that you know kudos to Nintendo for that yeah yeah 100% no absolutely I, I give them a lot of hate but I do appreciate their creativity um, so, so that's again, you know, a long winded way of getting back to why we are doing super Mario world and what it meant to us. One last question before we get off of that. Okay. And you can answer and then I'll give my answer Okay, uh, <laughs> is, is, uh, I remember, and maybe this is just a, the, how time gets a little timey wimey as you're like, when you're a kid, time sure. seems very different than time is now. Yeah. I remember playing Mar- super Mario world for years of years. my life. Yes. Years. That's true. Yes, right. Years. It's it's kind of crazy because apart from Overwatch, which is a continually updated game and something that I can constantly go back to, I don't know that there are any games that I've continually gone back to play for more than a year. Yeah, I would. Well, yeah, I've got a I've got a few, but I, you know the problem is is that this is where you have trouble with sports games or yearly games in general, like uh, Call of Duty or something like that. Or there was a period of my life where I was going to play that iteration of the game because that's the way that new models work. Sure. Um, but you're right. I felt like I played that for four straight years. Yeah. yeah. And yet, by the way, too, and part of the reason why I love this podcast so much is that. Oh, thank I, you so much. Yeah, Have you left us a review? Uh, I don't know. I should. I should check Oh, that. really? Oh, that's so weird that you like it and you've been listening to it for so long and you haven't taken 30 seconds out of your day to leave a review. That's I guess so I strange. am being really selfish. That It feels really selfish. Yeah, I, I guess it's I so am weird. Like, selfish. I, I don't like, huh. and it's fine because like, you know, we'll spend hours a week putting this together and yep. thinking about what our fans want and curating content. And that's yep. cool. We do it out of the love of our hearts. It's just so weird if you know that we're doing that uh-huh. and all we ask in return is for you to take, I don't know, 30 seconds on the device you have in your hand right yeah, now yeah. to leave a rating or a review and you wow. don't want to do it. That's so weird. That is weird. I've never thought about it like that. Mikey. Yeah. I'm an asshole. I'm going to fix that. You should. And, and, and you doing that fills my heart with happiness and it takes nothing. Really? That's yeah. it, eh? It's, it's wow. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do that now. <gasps> oh, oh, oh god oh no too many oh god. Uh, oh no oh oh it's like a grinch thing his heart grew six <laughs> times too big i can see it it's weird yeah, uh, I'm going into, the grinch went into cardiac arrest <laughs> yeah oh no he's dead. he's dead yeah he is not a healthy guy he is. look at his body shape he is. um 
Yeah, no, is that like, I like doing this podcast because I get to go back and play this game. Like yes. this is a, this is a game. You know, I don't want to cheat the reviews and stuff like that, which we're going to do. Yes. Is that, this is a game I get so excited to play. I, I just, I don't know what it is about this game too. The number of times I beat it is very few as compared to the number of times I've tried to play my way through it. Yes. And that, not in a negative way, not in a frustrating way, in a like, wasn't that fun to play? I didn't mind going back and playing the first stage a thousand times totally. over again because that was just fun. Or I, having to to get a bunch of one-ups and stuff yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Reset. Exactly. Now, I uh, uh, one more question. I do want to get into some of the development of this game sure. and kind of go, go through that. But before we get there, one more question about your experience with the game, Andrew. Um, when was the last time, do you remember, that you played Super Mario World? A month ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So did you play on the Switch online? I played on the Switch okay. online. When I got the Switch, Player One and I went back and played this game. We got pretty far. And <laughs> this only says a little bit more about my Player One and her video game history is that she just like, she just couldn't do it anymore. She was like, I just I get so nervous. I just get so anxious. My hands are sweating. And I just, I don't know. You do it. You do it. You just like throw it at me. And I'm like, oh, that kind of ruins the the uh, cooperative part of it. That's so, great. It means you get to play more. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to do that for us. I'm putting oh, like, all the weight on my back here, you know? It, I, and that is just, I mean, let's not let them know okay. how much we fucking love doing that. Oh, my God, yeah. If you're a, if you're, if you're someone listening out there and your partner is, is, is working so hard, yeah. you should know they actually love doing it. Yeah. They right. want to work harder. And For as you. much as they complain mm -hmm. that they have too much on their plate yeah. and they want to take time off, right? they don't, they're selfishly working that hard mm -hmm. because they want to do it. And they're that's what we do when we play video games. Absolutely. We're doing it for you. We're doing it for you. We're just like this episode. We're doing it for you, babies. Yeah. That's if, why you got to make Mikey's heart grow. Uh, oh, uh, God. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Oh, dad. Fuck. Oh, God. Jesus. I know so much about you now, all of a sudden. It's not good. <laughs> Your toes curled back the other way. <laughs> yeah, like the Grinch. <laughs> or when like a witch gets dropped, a house gets uh, dropped on a witch. <laughs> I'm gonna have to apologize to my neighbors again. <laughs> um, uh, again. So let's let's talk about uh, this. I already mentioned the the history of Nintendo EAD and Nintendo R and D four. Are you familiar with with all those the the weird structural breakdown? We've talked about we it talked on this podcast. About it, yeah. More in name mentioning the names of the different departments. I don't know if I could cite them every time they're mentioned, even though they do sound. No very one should familiar. be able to. Yeah, okay, no one should enough. be able to because it is arbitrary. It's it's a weird administrative, like bureaucratic kind of breakdown of departments within Nintendo. But there are some some interesting little separations which happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of can I take a little bit of a oh, moment of to break that down. This may be the first time you ever hear it. It may be in one ear out one uh, out another. But I kind of find this stuff fascinating, just because Nintendo, as such a creative company, has such a weirdly bureaucratic administrative. Uh, right. process to creating their uh, their workflow. It's interesting. Nintendo creative department is kind of how it started out when mm -hmm. Nintendo was like, we got to make games. These 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 cards are, <laughs> uh, are not cutting it anymore. These cards aren't doing themselves here. Come not on. Not doing it themselves. Uh, when there started to be a little bit of success there, uh, they, they moved to Nintendo R&D, Research and Development, which separated into three groups. Number four was added afterwards. And research four, and Development? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Oh, no, I'm just uh, three groups. Research and... Oh, <laughs> No, Andrew. No, that is so silly. That'd be very silly. That is, Andrew. But that's, you, that's that classic Japanese humor that you can definitely see coming through. They like, like these silly gooses. They like two things. Yeah. Poking someone in the butt when they bend over. Yeah. <laughs> and sharking. Sh sharking? <laughs> oh, you've never heard that. Is that what it's called? I'm so sorry I did this. Is uh, It was a, th oh, man, I'm really bummed I brought this up. <laughs> Is when, like, it was like, a, like I'm going to use the word loosely prank on, like, the internet in, like, the 90s and stuff, uh -huh. where guys would just, like, go and 
uh, rip down women's tops and stuff like that. And it was called sharking. You would rip down their tops yeah. and it was called sharking. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did you do this? Uh, personally? Yeah. I have never done this. I would. I, thank you very much. It's just, there's videos. Thank on. me. No, I've just, I, for allowing you. you to clear your name. Why do you feel like you have to clear it? So I, there was an accusation there that I did not appreciate. Thank you very much. I didn't accuse. I got to stop thanking you. It was just that. a question. <laughs> stop thanking you after that. Thank, thank you, you very much. <laughs> Um, so, uh, uh, there are three groups. The fourth was added afterwards. The fourth, uh, included the likes of Shigeru Miyamoto, yep. uh, kind of developed as it's, as its own thing after, uh, uh, and then in 2004, um, uh, it, number four absorbed one and two in 2015 after Iwata's death, number, uh, one and two and four merged with software planning and development and formed Nintendo entertainment planning and development, Oh Jesus! which is so, such a boring way to get us Mario. Yeah. Uh, uh, research and development one focused mainly on arcade cabinets and as arcades kind of sh uh, uh, went away into the sunset ended up focusing more on Game Boy and the mm -hmm. development of the Game Boy which went get what are you about to laugh at Nothing. oh it looked like you were about to no, laugh no are you sure no, no okay no. uh nope no, no thanks for checking again because I no. didn't make a joke no I know you didn't but I know I am funny so mm, it's like okay. were you just expecting me to make one yeah yeah that's what I, I'm just I'm I'm warming up for the next one that's oh, coming oh man it's gonna blow your fucking Jeez, dick bullets in the open. chamber here we go bullets in the chamber uh uh so they focused mainly on Game Boy number two research development two focused a lot on hardware development mm. like the Famicom and porting the arcade games from research development one to the Famicom Number three was kind of isolated. It was mm -hmm. kind of its own thing. Uh, they focused more on software with a sports theme. So they made oh. games like Ice Hockey, Super Punch-Out, Mario's Tennis. Yes, at the, for, at the time on Virtual Boy, it was Mario's oh, yeah. Tennis, yeah. Possessive. Uh, and then number four was obviously uh, the likes of Shigeru Miyamoto, who uh, with this game specifically, uh, he was the producer on the game. Okay. It was directed by Takashi Tezuka, who is another big name in Nintendo, who would go on later to direct games like A Link to the Past and A Link's Awakening, continue to work in various games like Mario 64 and in various different roles, Star Fox 64, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, Super Mario Galaxy, wow. and uh, was also a creative executive on the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh, wow. So the reason why I want to highlight him is because he and Miyamoto worked very closely together uh, on, the, on the creation of this game, although ultimately it would come out that even though he was credited as the producer, Miyamoto was, uh, 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 he his workers say did kind of the, the bulk of the creative work, oh, with okay. this, which is probably why he came out being Miyamoto. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing though, is the it's a Miyamoto. It's a Miyamoto. Hello. Moto. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the character of Yoshi that yeah. was co-designed by, uh, Tezuka. Okay. Was kind of like under, under Miyamoto's creative direction. Uh, ultimately Tezuka, created the the image of of yoshi that we know now i'm going to walk you through a little bit of, of stuff that i didn't know about yoshi here that you may find interesting um first of all the yoshi on the cover of super mario world if you haven't done this in a while look it up he's looking back at mario like he wants to straight up make love to him it's like the most sensual thing yeah. i'm like a fan of bestiality after that right do not cut my voice to say only that and clip it and put it on the internet that's not going to be good. <laughs> I need the full context of the image of the Super Mario World cover in order for that to make sense. Um, Yoshi's origin. He was originally conceptualized on the NES. Okay. Miyamoto wanted to have like a dinosaur character with uh, the ideas of uh, of NES, but the sure. uh, uh, no console at that point was powerful enough to to handle hold a him, dinosaur to handle a dinosaur. Yeah. It would it break free like a Jurassic Park situation, and it has to break free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, into a brave new world, a whole a whole new world. 
No. You're thinking of Aladdin. I think I'm, I am thinking, I'm often thinking of Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jafar is so evil. <laughs> uh, until the SNES, uh, in fact, mm-hmm. and this was the most interesting part about this. Okay. Miyamoto designed a green dinosaur, which he used in a video game called Devil World, a game on which Tezuka also worked. Oh. So they had a, a the, the character, if you look him up, you can look up the game Devil World and you can look, Devil it's almost World. like a Devil World, which He's is such very, a non-Miyamoto yeah, I was going to say, right? um, it's he had a phase. A, he had, yeah, it was his, yes. emo, his emo phase. Yeah, exactly. But And yet in his emo phase, he had a, a, a chunky looking green dinosaur, which is very <laughs> cute. That is very Miyamoto. Uh, the character's name is Tamagon, uh, like Tamago, which is Japanese oh, for egg. egg. Yeah. The character hatches from an egg. Oh. It's dots. And if you listen, this is really cool. If you listen to the sound effect of uh, of of uh, Tamagon breaking out of the egg that he hatches from in Devil World, same sound effect as they used in Super Mario no World way. when Yoshi breaks out of it. Wow. Egg. It's very, very cool stuff. You should look it up. He, he looks almost like a... Like a tadpole is to a frog as Tamagon is to Yoshi, like okay. just kind of like a condensed, smaller version of Tamagon. it. Tamagon, wow! But the 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 ridges on the back and everything is is still there. It's, okay, it's very cool. very very cool. Um, it's already in my head, guys. One of the cool things, speaking of the music, I, and I can't remember exactly how this breaks down, but the the score of Mario, like is used time and time again within Mario, uh, Super Mario World, to add, like, this, the exact song, but just, like, slowed down, for example, in, like, Bowser's Castle or something, like, dun, 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 No way, that's the same dun, song? Dun, dun. Yeah, it's the same song, just dun, dun, completely dun, dun, slowed dun, down, and then it adds a little bit of gravitas to wow. it, but it's all familiar, and it all works in, like, there, there's uh, someone who is deep into uh, uh, musical theory, would be able to speak a lot more on it. And I'm sure, sure there are countless Some videos about that on there. YouTube that you should go check that out because it's really fucking wow. cool. Wow. That's cool. Let's have a little bit of fun with this. I'm curious. Is, is, we, called, is that called, not extrapolation, whole, fuck. Uh, you know what? I started and I was so confident. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? What are you trying to describe? It's not when people do homages. It's when they actually use the music, but speed it up and slow it down oh. and, and pull it apart a little Fast bit. Fast forward. No, 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 that's not helping. Mm. Uh, ex- extrapolation. I don't think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on TiVo when you press the fast no, forward button no, hold, like three or four times. You got to stop thinking about fast forward. It's not that. But it goes so fast when you do that. I'm not. No one's denying that. But that's also a separate mm. point you're making. So it's like me saying, look, the sun the sky is blue. No, that's a good point. Um, is that what it's called? The sky? No, it, when, no, the, when you speed music up. Because that was a good point that you just made. Right. No, those are two different things. They are equal, but true. They're separate, but equal. Just like you and me. Just like you and me and, and the church and state. Oh, and boy, is it. Boy, never been more separate ever. <laughs> That's why politicians hate talking about. Yeah, they hate talking about how much they love God. <laughs> um, let's have some fun here, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the story of Super Mario World? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's a broad question. Uh, the story, like the, what happens in the game? What? Why are you there? That's a good question. Why are oh we anywhere? boy, I've, yeah, yeah, I've never thought about the beginning of all uh, things. Wow, Isn't why this wild? A game why? that we spent four years with? Yeah, why am I there? You're in this like 
No, you read a, it starts with you going to somebody's <laughs> house or something like that and you read a thing and they're not there. It's where all the berries are and it looks like it's a little house. So it's like the first level. No, you're not reading a book. There are little speakers that kind of like- I thought they were little like signposts. Yeah, yeah, signposts yeah. and yeah. speakers that you hit and they give you a little context and, and some tips. So here's the, the story, which a lot of it is, is contextualized as, as they were in games at the time. Sure. In the instruction book. Hey, what are you gonna do? What, do, what are you gonna do? Ignore it? I usually did. Turns out. Did you really? Well, I oh, no, I loved reading through those things. I, it was, I don't think I could read at the time. I wasn't interested in that shit because I had video games to play. Yeah, exactly. I used the instruction books to look at pictures. That right. was fun to me. Yeah, yeah. You were literate for a very long time. I yeah. Well, Until Mario taught you typing. <laughs> it was just last week. Yeah, it was just last week. You're like, lad. Lad, oh. fad, fad, dad, semicolon, semicolon, semicolon. Sad, ASDS. sad. <laughs> um, after saving the Mushroom Kingdom, yep. Yep. which occurred in Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Mario and Luigi go uh, to a vacation. Oh. With Princess Toadstool. Toadstool. Princess Toadstool. Toadstool, a.k.a. Princess Peach, uh, to a place called Dinosaur Land. Because apparently it was rainy season in Maui, I guess. I don't know why they decided. They're like, we need a, we just saved you from being kidnapped. Is this all like subtext or is this like something I should have picked up? This in? is like, well, I mean, if you look at what you're doing in Super Mario Bros., wildly different yes. environment yes. than It is cheery lines. and bright and... Yeah. yeah. And there's dinosaurs there too. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should have thought that I was on some kind of dinosaur-themed island, much like a Jurassic Park. They do describe it as a dinosaur-themed island. No way, Where really? I'm like, I don't know if that's a translation thing or just a weird way to describe it. So but that insinuates that it was once an island and they... And someone's they, like, we need to dinosaur this place. We out. need to figure out a theme. <laughs> we need to figure out what you do. And they're like, dinosaurs? You're like, okay, I get it. Let's get a shitload of dinosaurs. Just populate them. Yeah. Who's got amber and mosquitoes? Bring yeah, those exactly. things over right now. I need the Attenborough. I need, the in a staff. I need yeah. an Attenborough. No, not the famous one. <laughs> the other one. Um, so uh, you'll never guess. They get to dinosaur land. It's time to relax. Enough hopping from castle to castle, yeah. demolishing them, by the way. Yeah. As we do. As we do. Um, you'll never guess who's also vacationing there, Andrew. Bowser's on vacation. Bowser's on vacation and dinosaur. After that last loss, he's like, man, I need some time. I got to kick it up. He takes the whole Collect family. Thoughts. He takes yeah. the whole family. He does take the whole family. You're right. All the Koopalings. Ludwig. Ludwig. Uh, Boom Boom. Uh, 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 Iggy. Iggy. Um, Roy. Oh, yeah, Roy. So do you know why they are these names? They were. E Roy. Well, Ludwig is like a composer because he's got yeah. the hair. Yeah. Like Beethoven. So why would they all. Why be would Iggy be Iggy? Iggy Pop? Yes. They're all musicians? Why would Roy, Roy Orbison? Yes. No, because the glasses. Yes. Oh I'm my God. Serious. That is so funny. How funny is that? Oh, wow. I didn't realize that until I went back to look. I was. I just assumed they were names. Yeah. I don't pay much attention to names. I, in fact, if you tell me your name, I'm going to forget it 30 seconds from now. The worst part is the next generation is going to be like Iggy. You mean like Iggy Azalea? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Iggy Azalea. Who would the most famous Ludwig be? Von Beethoven. Yeah, still, he, he that guy echoes through time, am I right? Which is yeah. ironic for someone who is deaf. Thank you. That's, well, well we did for it. me to do here. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You did it. Yeah. You're a fat, you're the Usain Bolt of getting to that joke faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, uh, uh, yeah, he's, his Koopalings are there. Mario and uh, uh, Luigi, they take a break on a beach, yeah. as you do. Yeah. The instruction book doesn't say this, but I'm assuming... Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, 100%. Got a little tipsy. Or maybe they just had too many mushrooms. I don't know. Yeah. They pass out. They wake up. Peach has been fucking kidnapped oh again. God. 
This is insane. This is like Taken 2, where you're like, are you serious? Again? Again? At a certain point, Liam, I know you have a certain set of skills. Develop the ones that prevent your daughter from getting taken. I just imagine Bowser in a gigantic flower print shirt and sunglasses. <laughs> and he is he has got his hands like on the rail and he's like, thanks, kids. I really needed this. And he looks to his left and he goes, Are you fucking kidding me? These Fucking guys flaunting him. You know what? That's it. Bowser, Bowser, <laughs> chill out. It's a vacation. You no, Iggy is the guy. Will not. <laughs> and then he goes over there. He's like, he's like, you're with me. And she's like, are you serious? Again? <laughs> it also makes me wonder. Like, is this some white lotus bullshit? Mm -hmm. I think Peach got quote unquote kidnapped. Oh, you think she was trying to escape from Mario? I think so. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. This is cool. So this Mario and Luigi wake up. Yeah. And the first thing they do, <laughs> the first thing they do is start wandering around a forest looking for her. You're yeah. on an island. And yeah. I guess, you know, this is pre-internet cell phones. You got to start somewhere. Is it pre-internet and cell phones? It's dinosaur land. So I'm assuming. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I think it's a place without time. Sure. I don't and think it's like 2000, like, you oh, know, like 1984 pre, or something so like that. So you're, in your mind, humans are there and have access to it. Well, clearly, if given enough time in dinosaur land, they're not going to, I guess Al Gore is not there. So how would they invent the internet? Right. Yeah, exactly. And because that hanging chat, he never became president. So never I, became yeah. <laughs> the chat is great. It's so good. It, uh, 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 I don't know a lot about politics, but right. the term hanging chat is something that I feel like we need to invite into our regular everyday lives. <laughs> I think we need to have more hanging chads. I like hanging with chads sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. There's got to be some kind of Halloween costume out of this where you're like <laughs> a surfer, but you're like a ballot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah, we'll think about it. We'll okay, get, we'll, we'll work on this. Yeah. Um, it's uh, only been 24 years. We can, we can do it. <laughs> while wandering uh, mm -hmm. through the forest, they come upon an egg. Okay. And from that just so happens, right when they're passing that egg, Yoshi pops right out of it. Right. And you'll never believe it, Andrew. Um, Yoshi is like, all of my friends have also been, been kidnapped. Whoa. And to, in for me, for, for me personally. Yeah. He's just born. Yeah. How does he know that? Yeah. How did like Luigi not take a swing at him? Like, you're like, just, <laughs> whoa, my God. It's like, yeah, you know, that's terrifying. true. That's true. I would definitely be terrified of, of this. But stealing his color. Do you, th yeah. That'd be, that's, that's appropriation huge. for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's very much appropriation. Stealing their you shoes. Got a lot of nerve coming around here dressed <laughs> like that. Born with a saddle on. That's weird. Yeah. That's like naming your kid Jeeves. You're just inheriting the idea. They're like, I'm carrying around people for a living. Uh-oh. No, but it's bizarre. If you're just hatching from an egg mm -hmm. um, and you're aware that your friends have been kidnapped, that means yeah. the Yoshis, the dinosaurs, have a collective unconscious. So we did this last time. Yeah. Where did we end up with Yoshi as a name of the singular dinosaur or Yoshi as the species? I think Yoshi is the name of a singular dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We just don't know what the species is called, dinosaur? No, I think we actually do. I think we found that out in our Yoshi's... Uh, Island? Uh, it wasn't Yoshi's Island. We played oh. a Yoshi game. It was okay. the Yoshi's Puzzle. Oh, Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi's Cookie. Yoshi Cookie was the, was the name of, right. the, of the game. And we did find out the name of, of what a Yoshi okay. was. all right. Something like a... Something T... I, there was like a letter yeah, in there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, um, it's, like, it's like how Grogu is Baby Yoda, and I'm just going to call it Baby it's Yoda. It's always going to be Baby yeah, Yoda. Come on, Grogu. Yeah. I mean, whoops. Whoops. Um, the, the, so either Yoshi's dinosaurs, they have a collective unconscious because Yoshi was just born and knows that his friends were kidnapped, or his explanation is the, the uh, all of Bowser's kids, Ludwig, mm -hmm. Iggy, Roy, have been kidnapping the dinosaurs and 
trapping them in eggs, mm. which is bizarre because what we know of Yoshi mm. is he can, yeah. and then, and then egg. Yeah. Right. So he could populate the earth. Yes. Yeah. We need backup. And he's like, I'll get on it. <laughs> but it's, it's weird because how are they getting in? How are the Bowser kids putting them in eggs? If the Yoshis are the ones who put things in, is there a traitor in their yeah, midst? Yeah, it's funny. I'd never thought about it like that. You're right. This is the first logic lapse in this whole game. It's true. Yeah, everything else has been rock solid up until now. Of course, you're going to want a vacation in dinosaur land. Why wouldn't you? It's beautiful this time of year. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous this time of year. Bowser needs a break. We all need a break. We're human, kind of. How many of us have been on the other side of the world somewhere and you somehow managed to run into someone you went to high school with? Isn't that always true? It's always airports for me. Always, always. It's always like I'm in like the rally, like or Charlotte uh, airport. And you're like, my God, I, you're my third grade teacher. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What are you here for? And you're going to Thailand. Okay. Okay. Questionable. Right. Okay. Questionable. They need those we tourist knew. bucks. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the Bowser's been kidnapping all the, all the, okay. all the, all the dinosaurs and we got to go, uh, we got to go save them. I had no idea that was a story. <laughs> no one does. No, I, no one no does. Idea. I could ask the biggest Mario fan and I'm not sure that they would know that. Uh, uh, some, some things about the gameplay here. You can play as Luigi in player two, a little bit of multiplayer yeah. passing the controller right. back and forth. Um, uh, Luigi, do you know why his name is Luigi? This is kind of speculation. I actually don't. In a 1986 interview with Reuters. Okay. Miyamoto said that the word in J in Japanese for similar, like like a, a noun for like similar design, whatever, uh, the, the, the word that encapsulates that is Ruigi. Okay. And Luigi sounds very similar to that. Wow. And, and it's an Italian name like Mario. Yes. He didn't explicitly say that. There was a rumor that he was named after like a, a pizza place or a pizza joint in New York or something like that, like the Luigi's Pizza. But a lot of people point to this and say it was just like, oh, Luigi is similar to Mario. Luigi, yeah. let's just call him that. Wow. Um, I know that. The, uh, uh, the, one of the most significant things, things about this game, the power-ups, the, the feather, the, yeah. the cape, and you can fly. Do you remember the first time playing this game where you could fly Absolutely. it's the third level it's 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 so incredible it is an unbelievable feeling yeah when you can get that run and he's got his arms out he's got his little belly out so cute and you could just take off and you're like oh this this is the best thing this is the best feeling in the world I'm the best free. feeling in the world and and imagine that feeling when you were a child playing and that gets at the heart at, at what we're going to do here because, uh, uh, Andrew, as we always love to do on this podcast mm. when we're looking at specific games, we love to give these games a rating out of four bits, first based on what the game meant to us when we were playing it growing up. A very subjective subjective review. Yeah. What did little Dinky Andy and big boy Mikey when he was a little baby think of this game? And then we're actually going to take a break, play the game, uh, and then on the other side, we're going to rate it out of four bits based on how the game holds up in the modern day against like some modern games like Fortnite, like MLB The Show, mm. like Dredge. Like dredge, like dredge, Man. and we're gonna we're gonna see uh, um, <laughs> if you had shown the developers of this game in nineteen was ninety four. Uh, this was nine. No, no, it came out in ninety in Japan, ninety one in ninety one. Okay, which which by the way, before you make your point, it came out in Japan first on the Super Nintendo, mm -hmm. and uh, it was one of only two launch titles. Isn't that wild? Wow, the that console is crazy. comes out. It's it's that and F Zero and only those two. Games. Oh yeah, and F Zero. Yeah, which we did on the podcast. Yeah. Um, is that like? Can you imagine showing the developers of that Dredge now? They're like, what? And you're like, this is what games will be, and they're like, all games. You're like, no. <laughs> it's just an option that you can do, and you're like, do people like it? It's like some people. Some people. Yeah. Isn't it? I bet you, if you showed Dredge to Miyamoto back in the day, he'd be like, that's not as good as what I'm developing. And he might have an argument. He honestly, but I mean, this is one of the, the most perfect games. Actually, interesting thing about Miyamoto, 
This was like peak console war between okay. Nintendo and Sega. And he said famously in an interview after the game's release, Super Mario World's release, that he was he almost felt shame because the development was a bit rushed and he felt like the game was incomplete, which imagine saying that's like the person who stands up at karaoke. Like, I don't know. I, I can't really sing, but yeah, it just crushes. Like, just yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah. Oh wow. They've been waiting for this one. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's later come back and said that it is his favorite Mario game. No way. Yep. Oh, that's saying something. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's saying a lot. Uh, uh, so why don't we get into it, Andrew? Let's, let's get into our reviews. We've okay. talked obviously about our experience playing this game. Why don't you provide a little bit more context about what it was like for little baby Andy, little dinky Andy to be playing this game. You almost slipped there. Yeah. Yeah. Almost slipped. <laughs> uh, 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 and then give it a rating out of four bits based on your memory of the game. Sure. Yeah. This, uh, this game is the game I think of when somebody says Mario. Like yep. when you're like, oh, if you played that Mario game, it immediately skips back to 1991. Yes. Like it is, it is unbelievable to me that, that this is the game that changed Mario, uh, that became more of the Mario that we know now with the color schemes, with the music, with the multiple characters and the way they interact too, which is, I think a big one too. It's no longer just, you know, fire, uh, uh, fire flowers, you know sure. I mean? It's, it's all these multiple ways that he can be changing that at the end, the color scheme, it goes to black and white. It's just... There are so many heartwarming things that is like peak nostalgia that is paired with quality. Yeah. Nostalgia is not always paired with quality. Nostalgia uh -huh. is often paired with just memories that you can kind of go back and go like, okay I, don't uh, okay, I don't remember this part. This is not as good, whatever. You can go back and play this game and really love it. And I think there's something to be said about that. I love this game. Every time I think about it, I smile. This is going to be one of the easiest four out of fours I've ever given. Yep, 100%. I think of this era of playing games and when you're a kid, there's like a magic yeah. like it feels like magic mm -hmm. and there's a feeling that games like this gave and specifically this game that i've been chasing for my entire life yeah this feeling of wonder and whimsy i also had it playing mario 64 where it was like i couldn't believe that i was lucky enough to be able to experience this every time i turned it on and when i and when i look back on it and my memories of it I think I I picture perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I don't imagine myself playing an older game. Mm -hmm. I imagine myself playing a game that could very well be a modern game today. Now, I point. haven't played this game in like decades. Like yeah. I haven't played it in forever. It's been an incredibly long time. So my perception of it as I'm reviewing it right now is based on that. And in this in and still, I cannot picture a game that comes out today using the same uh processing power that doesn't look that that could possibly look better than right. Mario. Yeah. Super Mario World. It could look different and it mm -hmm. could look equally as good but not better. There is yeah. no way you could design a game to look better and more perfect than uh uh Super Mario World. And I think that the gameplay stands on its own. No, no more needs to be said about how fantastic that is. Again, I, I agree with you. The easiest four out of four I've ever given. I'm so glad to hear that. I, I just, yeah, you're right. There is something very Disney-fied about this yes, game. Yes. You know, like we're just clean and glossy and like everyone's happy and yes. you know, doing stuff. Even the characters that are getting eliminated are like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 goodbye. Yeah. You're oh, like, man, right. the, 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 I, I remember very viscerally the, the design of a Koopa outside of its shell mm -hmm. is just like this weird this thing that was once an enemy is now just this pathetic little thing crawling on the ground and is is both gross and creepy and hilarious sexy. at the same time. Yeah. Sexy, I want to yeah. stick it in holes. <laughs> yeah. uh, mine, yours, yeah, others, yeah. who knows? I've got a new home for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm so glad you gave it a four too. I, it's just, it, what a great game. Eight out of eight. 
for our uh, retro scores. The only way to find out what our current scores are going to be is by going to play the game. Hell yeah. And we'll go do that over on our YouTube channel. All the information about how to find that uh, or watching this uh, yeah. if, if, to watch this. If you if you're if you're listening to it, all that's going to be in the break. We're going to outline everything. So if you're going to join us over there, great. If not, we'll see you on the other side in two shakes of a shellless Koopa's tail. I'm sure that's a tail. Yeah, I'm sure it is. The hey, hog. Hey, Richard Gear, get over here. <laughs> hey, D-Pads, want to watch this week's gameplay segment where we play a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it? All of our gameplay segments are available for free at youtube.com slash the retrograde podcast. Make sure to subscribe and maybe leave us a like and comment while you're there. And while you're here, why not drop us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice? It only takes you a moment, but it helps us out immensely and lets us know you appreciate us as much as we appreciate you. You can still join us on our Patreon for $5 US per month at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for monthly bonus episodes such as drafts, spoiler casts, top 10 lists, and take some suggestions from the community, both gaming and non-gaming related. Plus, make sure to follow us on all our social media channels. It's at RetrogradePod on Twitter and TikTok or at the Retrograde Podcast on Instagram. We're also available on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey and at RetrogradeAndy. Finally, reach out to us with any business inquiries or questions and comments you'd like us to read on air at the Retrograde Podcast at G email.com we'll see you all on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde uh, i don't know if you knew this but uh uh-huh. this is gonna carry over eh? i had a little bit of a heel turn yeah you did oh if you go over to the youtube to watch us play the game mikey really sowed his oats on that one but the good heel the one that everyone loves the heel who's secretly a face mm-hmm. and Rick boy Lair. is it a face boy it's quite a face <laughs> it's people have described it as punchable <laughs> smug smug <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we played and you know it was a lot of fun playing the game. Uh Andrew I, sucked. <laughs> oh my god. Andrew is the most cowardly Super Mario player I've ever seen in my life. If if people don't understand what you're saying, can you explain that to everybody? Yeah. Basically, here's a way to understand it. If you're on a journey with Andrew and you get left behind, he's fucking off. He is not helping you out. It's true. Tell me I'm wrong. No, that's true. Every uh, time you lost Mario or lost Yoshi. Yeah. Anytime Anytime a turtle with a helmet threw a baseball at you, you you're like, you know what? You've bested me, sir. I'm just going to go to the exit. I didn't try and eliminate every opponent. Mm-hmm. No, that is true. Yeah. Interesting that you would just let someone who absolutely stunts on you mm-hmm. just have the upper hand. Yeah, I, 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 I was it was the uh, course of least resistance mm-hmm. and it often resulted in victory. So, yeah, you feel good about that victory? See, I would rather, if I, if that's how I won, I wouldn't sleep nights. No, really? I knowing that I left, I let a turtle throw a baseball at my face and kill my pet dinosaur. Right. And I just said, you're right. And I left the building. Right. That's not okay with me. Right. Yeah. I would not survive the night. I would, I would lose sleep over that. Yeah. You would, you would do Harry Carey about hot dogs and, uh. I'd commit Hari Curry, probably. Oh, Hari Curry. That's what it is. Oh, I thought it was about the Cubs announcer. Um, Uh, No, that's when he eats rice with spice on it. (laughs) Hari Curry. Harry Curry. (laughs) I thought he was, I thought Dwayne does Hari Curry, but with a hot dog. And he's like, (laughs) delicious. If you're going to do it. (laughs) Mustard. (laughs) Honestly, skip the mouth. I've been saying this. Skip the mouth. Just shove that food straight into your stomach. Speaking of baseball, there's a thing called the nine by nine where you have nine beers and nine hot dogs over the course of nine (laughs) innings. And I've never wanted to try something more in my life. (laughs) Other than it being completely cost prohibitive where it would cost you like $200. That we should do that. We should do a nine by nine as like a mushroom club or something. Do you want to do it and watch a baseball game? Yeah. Yeah. And then play Mario baseball. after. (laughs) 
I know we should do it during Mario Baseball. Oh my God. That, well, that would be over the course of 15 minutes. I think we would die. I think we would die. What that happened? sounds great. What, <laughs> what happened to them? Too much hot dogs. Oh, another People one. People just start clapping. <laughs> yeah. What a fun funeral that would be. Oh my God, absolutely. There, yeah, there'd be Cracker Jacks. There'd be a seventh inning stretch. I would, okay, I will say this is my last will and testament. So if if anyone is reading this, if you find our bodies full of hot dogs, mm-hmm. uh, sew, sew us up, mouth, butt, all of it. Yeah. And at our funeral, we are hot dog pinatas. Yes. Serve us as hot dogs. Serve. <laughs> I was thinking hang us from the rafters. Oh, okay. And people hit us with bats. The bats will be there. We just right. play baseball. Absolutely. And when we split, oh, hot dogs hot just dogs. everywhere. So we got to eat them with the wrappers on too. Yes. Condiments, everything. Just Condiments. Like, kind of like a, a rat in a bow constrictor. Just like. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Just like uh, a little man named Shigeru Miyamoto had a good idea to make a video game called Super Mario World. And the rest is history. Yeah. Nothing more needs to be said. Nope. So, what see you next week. What oh, did yeah. you think about this game? I loved it. You know, I, I really did. Everything just comes rushing back. And it's just, it's not only that, but it's, and you're trying to, you're trying to do this thing where you're, you're recording a podcast, you're talking out loud, and you're trying to also beat the level that is somewhat challenging. Yeah. And you're still trying to appreciate the music and the sound and the colors and the everything. And it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a huge sensory so overload. There's something I find amazing about Mario. And you talked about, playing this with your player one and she gets like stressed and yes. like she's like, oh, I can't. Yeah. But there's something about the jovial nature of Mario that yeah. doesn't stress stress me out or frustrate me. No, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, remind me of his name again, the voice actor. Uh, uh, Martin, Martinette, Charles Martinette. Martinette. Yeah. Martinette. I always want to say Martindale. Martinette. Uh, and he saw that some of the lines were like, you know, Mario, like yes. when you- and you screwed up the typing. He's like, he's like, be better, you know, like whatever, you delinquent, yeah. you know, or something like that. <laughs> and he changed it to something positive, like we can do it, yes. you know, or something yes. like that. And that inherently is what Mario is. So even when you die, it's not like him like defeated. Yeah. It's him right back Get at up it. and do it. It's amazing that these characteristics that we now attribute to Mario were all inferred. Yes, yes. By, by us, like our public consciousness just being like, this guy who just gets up and goes and does it right. again, and he's just doing his best. He's totally. the everyman. Well, this is, in, like, to bring up another episode, when we did the episode about the movie, I think yes. that's one of the interesting parts of the movie is like, well, who is Mario? And you're yes. like, I don't know. Yeah. And so you have to put something on this avatar, but the one thing we do know about him is he doesn't give up. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a pretty cool, I think that's a pretty cool character. I think it's very cool, and I can definitely read that into this game. There's a there's a love and a joy in it. Um, and fucking hell, it looks good. Oh, it looks it good. It looks so good. And the design, you know, we, you know, from our, the underground levels, which I do not like, uh, they scare me. The ghost levels scare me so much. I there's hate. a lot of things that scare you in this game. Uh, castles, castles are fucking creepy. Under so Big under red doors, underwater. Don't put me under there. Yeah, that's no. where the fish are. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So what levels do you like? Oh, you didn't like the levels with all the platforms either. The uh, the spinning no, wheels they move and way stuff? too fast. Yeah. How are you supposed to like just slow slow down? See, I think I see what your problem with my gameplay style is. Is that you use Yoshi as a security blanket? And in that way, I think you're more cowardly because you're using him as a sacrificial lamb. Like, well, at least Yoshi will be here to die before I will. Andrew, that is so stupid. And then you cut him open like a tauntaun and sleep the night. That I would do. <laughs> that I would do. The smell coming off of that thing. Oh, is that a line from Star Wars? I think so. Mm-hmm. That's from episode seven? Yeah, yeah yes, of course. Yeah, yeah it's uh, John Boyega that says <laughs> it. <laughs> um, no, there is, but it is also kind of crazy that a game this old with this design mm-hmm. can scare me. 
Like I'm not, right. I'm not, I am joking somewhat about the other stuff. Not somewhat. really. Everything yeah. does scare me, <laughs> but the haunted levels legitimately scare me. They are creepy. I'm uncomfortable being in them. There's the mind fuck of going through the same loop over and over again and just hoping it. something changes. I love it. I in the, the music is super creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which now I've learned is also in a different version of yes. the theme, which yes. is crazy. But, uh, you know, I, I love that. And it's so different. It's amazing that doing the same thing, moving side to side from left to right yep. on different platforms, going through doors, going through pipes and things like that, but relatively the same on almost yep. every level can feel so fresh and new given the little avatar or little sprite of going into a castle, yes. or going into an underwater level yep. or going into, you know, whatever. I think that's so cool and so imaginative. It is unbelievable how far ahead of its time this game is. Yeah, how, how timeless this game is. Mm -hmm. I, I can't believe how much it threw the gauntlet down yeah. and just said, this is what platformers can be. And for 22 years, people have been trying to mimic it and like, have they done it kind of like the graphics? Have they done it in like a, a, a different way that is equally as good? Sure. But better? No, it yeah. is peak. It is exactly what it's trying to be. And it, pl it plays so well and feels so good. The floatiness of the jump, while it does take me a while to get used to, yeah. is predictable in a way that feels like it becomes an appendage almost. It's like, I know what I'm going to get every time when I have this jump. Whereas playing games like, um, uh, super ghouls and ghosts, mm -hmm. ghoulies and ghosts, ghoulies and ghosts. um, it, the jump felt like it was working against me. Yeah. Once you're familiar with the controls and the movement, everything is, is working seamlessly together in this mm -hmm. game and it feels awesome. Yeah. No, it really does. Like it just, it set out this precedent that I think rarely has been met by any other game. Yeah. And that's really saying something for a game that is, you know, the, the Leo range, you know what I mean? So the what? Uh, Leo range, the Leonardo DiCaprio range is oh. only 22 years old. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and that's, and that's truly, that's just truly impressive. Yeah. I struggle, you know, we're about to give a review here uh -huh. and I struggle to think of a flaw where usually you get into these games and you go like, well, this is the area in which, uh, you know, it yep. showed its age or this was a swing and a miss or I yep. saw what they were trying for, but they didn't nail it. You look at every area of the game, music and controls and colors and environment and characters and, you know, gameplay. And you sit there and go like, well, okay, uh -huh. what, what would be the thing I would change yeah. in 20 something years? Uh-huh. And you struggle to find one. So, you know, I think, I, I think maybe we get into yeah. it. We're, we're going to talk around it this whole time. Uh, uh, I will say before we get into our reviews, we had a ton of fun in the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked out one of our gameplay sections over on YouTube, youtube.com slash retrograde podcast, uh, uh, go, go check it out. Mm -hmm. Like, like you'll, you'll see everything we're talking about. We talk through some of our likes and, 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 and kind of getting acclimatized to the feeling and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, it's all there. But now it's time. We each gave this a four out of four in our retro yeah. score. That's that's our subjective memory of what the game felt to us as yeah. we were playing it as kids. Now it's time for our rating, also out of four bits, based on how the game holds up today in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Yeah. Andrew, why don't you take it away? Mario, Super Mario World, what does this game mean to you? You know, it's it's funny, you know, 20-something years later of playing this game, and it... I can't believe how fresh and new it still feels. I can't believe how imaginative it still feels and so many things that you're still discovering. Uh -huh. The The real trick that this game pulls is on the surface, it looks so simple. Sure. It's such an easy game. You're just moving side to side, you're jumping. That's it. Yep. Right? And then- as And in your case, you're uh, leaving shells all over the goddamn place and not picking them up and using them to your advantage. <laughs> yeah. Well, what am I, a Blue Jays pitcher with the United Airlines? You know what I mean? That's not their job to clean it up. 
You didn't see this huge trending story where a Blue Jays pitcher got on Twitter. It became like a popular story. That's why it's not a local story that, I, that I'm complaining about. And he said like, thanks United Airlines. My pregnant wife had to clean up the popcorn from our kids because you you said we had to clean up or something like that. What's the cleaning cru cruise for? Here's my rule. Don't complain on Twitter. You look like an asshole yeah, even yeah, if you yeah, have yeah, a point, yeah, true, okay? True. Just don't do it. Yeah. Like anytime it's like, hey, United Airlines, why is our flight like, you look like an idiot. Yes. Sorry, I'm just, there's no way around it. But yes, it looks so simple on the surface. Yeah. And it's anything but. It just opens itself up level after level. New improvements, different settings, different opponents. And in its simplicity, in that like perceived simplicity, it is truly a beautiful game. Yep. And there, I like I said earlier, I struggled to change even a single thing about it. Yep. Uh, the fact that it hasn't ruined the Mario franchise actually says a lot about Mario and the people around that game because I think this game is nearly perfect. Uh -huh. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 4. Love it. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I don't know what I would change about this I don't game. Know what I would change. And I've said time and time again on this podcast, I think games have an issue with sometimes making themselves too big yeah. and overcomplicating themselves. Mm -hmm. When we reviewed Tetris, yeah. it did not get a perfect score overall. And one of the problems was, you know, there is an argument that a lot of people make where it is in and of itself a self-contained perfect game. Right. And it plays perfectly. But do I want to play it in the modern day today over many other games? Sometimes, but not yeah, really. No, it yeah. kind of bores me a little bit. Um, so that would be like a very simplistic example of a, a quote unquote perfect game. Mario, though, you know, like modern games, there's an overworld. You can choose where you want to go. Mm -hmm. There's secret passages playing through these levels. We've played these levels hundreds of times in our lives and they still feel really good. And sometimes it feels like you're still finding new interactions with everything. So it has this almost open world feel, even though it's not. Yeah. The gameplay feels almost perfect and is yet impossible to master, yet it feels like you're always getting a little yep. bit better at it. This is the, the, the sweet spot to me of how big a game should be huh. knowing what it is it just everything flows so goddamn well it's got charm it's quirky there's a story there if you want to find it but you don't need it the music is unbelievable it's such an easy four out of four in the modern day it we did it we did it we did it guys this oh is oh my god this is the perfect game this is the perfect game absolutely and uh, it is our first overall perfect score it is our first overall perfect score. and what i want to say is wow other games may also down the line get sure uh uh, uh 16 out of 16 mm-hmm but I don't think that necessarily means they're perfect. Sometimes it's just something we really like. Like the ratings that we gave to Simpsons Hit and Run. Unbelievable game. Yeah. Not a perfect game. Nope. But perfect there's something. <laughs> per yeah, just about perfect for us. Uh, uh, but there's something about Mario that is almost like objectively a perfect game. If we have more 16 out of 16 games, I swear to God, we'll do like a tournament of champions or something yeah. like that and figure that out. But in my mind at this point, I I have no no qualms about having the 16 out of 16. I, this is a great, like, I feel so satisfied doing it. Like I'm that. very happy. I, I, I often think, was I too hard on Tetris, not giving it a perfect score. And Did I, I give it a four to four and four to four. Uh, let's, let's look up. Yeah, what let's we look did, it up. Actually. Just, I just want to make sure just because, um, uh, it was a, no, we both gave it a 7.5. I gave, oh. We gave it a four in the retro score and a 3.5 in the current score for, okay. for the same reason. Oh, wow. And I was like, are are we, 
I'm, I'm like questioning myself. I'm like, are we purposely being gatekeeping yep, here? The yep. perfect score. But this, I'm so happy that it's this one mm-hmm. because it feels so good. And Absolutely. I could go back and play the rest of this game right now. Yep. Uh, honestly, I, I have no problems with this at all. I'm so glad we gave it a 16. 16. I'm glad there's a, a Donkey Kong size thing off our back. You know what I mean? <laughs> that we can get that out of the way. And what a game to do it for. 100%. Uh, Andrew, there's only one thing left to do and that's to find out what awards this game won. Let's go make our way over to the red carpet. I'm going to put a cape on. Okay, you're gonna put a cape on. Cape on too. I'm gonna put a cape on. I'm gonna very bravely rush towards the red carpet. You'll probably take your time. I think a little bit. Maybe like hit some some uh, turtles and not pick up. I might take one of the photographers, throw them behind me so that they get eaten by the turtles. (laughs) In my mind, they're carnivorous, and that uh, (laughs) and then I will run free. Okay, and I go. It's all about victory. Mm. All right, and and everyone's just gonna be cheering my name because I got there, but I also helped orphans along the way. I just stopped at the orphanage. It is fun for an insight to your brain every once in a while. <laughs> and then everyone would cheer my <laughs> name. Cheer my name. Uh, Andrew, let's make our way over to the red carpet. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, oh wow. here we are. Okay. Here we are. Uh, what a what a, what a a glamorous. Everyone's sh- everyone's showing here. up here. There's Peach. That's Peach. There's Pauline. There's Pauline. Yep. Those, those are the two. There's Zelda. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. They look the exact same. There's another person beside them. And I think one's Link and one's Zelda. I don't know. Who, I don't know the differences. I don't know this. They should, they should wear name tags. Yeah. Next time, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot don't get on stage yet, but we shouldn't pass out name tags next time. Yeah. Pass out name tags specifically to Link and Zelda. I think they they're the it. only two wearing them. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> just dressed to the nines and they have two red and white name tags. Everyone else has a sign that says, hi, what's your name? <laughs> Are you Link? Uh, let me know if you're Link is what their thing says. Uh, uh, Elliot's looking great. He's dressed up in his white and uh, and and red overalls. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a great look. You look good. It's you a are powerful. Look. Spitting fire. Oh, right? that, isn't he always? Yeah, he always crazy is. that someone who spits so much hot fire is never heard on the microphone. Well, we only have two microphones, so we Sorry, only have Elliot. two microphones, and we are not unless we have a guest. Unless we have a guest, but, but Elliot that's like locked that with like a nuclear code precision. Yes. Two keys that need to be opened at the simultaneous time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elliot, why don't you reach into that front envelope, that front pocket of your front pouch, overalls, the front pouch, little kangaroo pouch on your overalls, and let us know the awards this game won. The hermetically sealed vault of expectations. And the field of childhood dreams. If you play it, they will review it fondly. And fits like an old glove compartment. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. And... Oh my god, look at me! <laughs> Come back down! Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, it was going to make the Hall of Fame. Obviously, Which is? The... Chevy Silverado, like a rock, Dwayne Johnson and Johnson, a family company trophy, Hall of Fame trophy. Andrew, well done. There we go. You deserve a trophy for I'm, that. That was, an, that was my own 16 out of 16. best performance of your life. Thanks. It was super confident. I didn't sound like I had <laughs> doubt in my voice at every instance. Uh, the hermetically sealed vault of expectations where the, the score is the same before and after. Yeah. Obviously a necessity to get a perfect score. Fits like an old glove compartment where the current score is above a seven. Obviously mm. also a necessity. The field of childhood dreams where the retro score is a seven or higher. Also a necessity. Yep. And when you get all those things combined, baby, plus a couple points here and there for good measure. I hate when you do Dennis Miller. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, hey, babe. I'm 
I'm a bully on <laughs> SNL. Everyone refers to me as the reason that cast sucked. I have a mullet. <laughs> I have a mullet. Uh, Your dad loves me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 probably. probably. Um, no, but it's amazing that like, of course, when you get 16 on 16, you're going to get a lot of awards. Of course, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. All these things. And yet I still, every time it happened, I'm like, yay. Yeah. Yay. yeah 100%. 100%. It deserves all the awards yes, that it, it got. And I'm, I'm glad that we're here for it. Uh, fuck. What a great way to end the month of Mario. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, your dreads is back. Okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's back. Yeah. That one wasn't a twick. A twick. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, that was a great way to end the month of Mario on a 60 out of 16. The first 60 out of 16 in years of doing this podcast. Hell yeah. We finally got one and what a way to go. So thank you so much for following us uh, for this month of Mario. We do have more content over at the Mushroom Club. Retrograde.com slash. Oh no, Jesus. Uh, Patreon.com slash Retrograde Podcast. Uh <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you. Yeah. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. For, so for the last time, it's a me, Andrew Bascom. And with me as always, uh, the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. It's a you. A Mikey Aaron Ortha. This is a retrograde podcast. Game over. Let's a go. Oh, somewhere else. To the Yeah, but if I see my mortal enemy, I'll be so mad. Andrew, we're going together. Oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Furnished by... Sad Styles Productions. Hey, Richard Gere, get over here. <laughs>